Welcome to the Matters of the Heart podcast with your girl, Zoe Alexandra. Here at Matters of the Heart, your heart matters to God, so it matters to us too. Our motto is whole hearts, sound minds, and healed people because we believe God wants that for this generation. So I've created the Matters of the Heart community for women just like you, women who are strong, resilient, women who know they don't want their trauma and brokenness to define their story and dictate their lives anymore. Woman of God, you are loved, you are chosen, and brokenness is not your final destination. You better believe that. Join me each week as we journey together into the matters of the heart and grow with God into wholeness and freedom. This time you don't have to do it alone, girl. Hey guys, it's your girl Zoe Alexandra and I am back for another episode of Matters of the Heart. I hope you guys are well. I hope everything has been going well with you. Can you believe, like I always say, guys, there's three months left of the year. We are officially in the final quarter of the year. The year has absolutely flown by. You know why it feels like it's flown by? Because I can remember New Year's too clearly. Like I can remember the day I spent, I was with my friends and we had like a cute little like devotional session with the Lord. We prayed for each other um, and it was just lovely. And I remember it vividly. And I'm like, now we are 10 months later and the memories are so fresh, but life surely has changed significantly in that period and so wow um I don't know like adulthood is so (laughs) it's so weird I feel like time used to be longer when we were in like secondary school or primary school but now it's just like oh and even when you go to work sorry I'm just waffling now but you know in adulthood I felt like when you were a child every day could be different but I feel like adulthood the day can just be the same like the whole rat race getting up doing xyz coming back home and then you could look at the whole year and realize wow for the majority of the year I've literally done like rinse and repeat like the same thing over and over again um but we thank God that as we're doing that we increase in knowledge and wisdom we increase in um revelation of Jesus Christ in our identity and although our life may not seemingly feel like there's been that much progress because we're doing the same thing on the outside we know that Christ has worked himself in the inside of us and so there's beauty in it you know but yeah what a year what a year what a time to be alive um and it's been um a time for me really a time of learning and just a time of humility for me I think um we often think of humility as a lack of arrogance or playing small but I think the more and more I've kind of spent time with the Lord in the previous season I've just really come to an understanding that humility is just all about leaning on him and leaning on him relying on him trusting in his word and really learning what it means to put our weight on him and that means allowing him to carry our burdens for us that means allowing him to release his wisdom and strategy into our hearts that we would not see it as a suggestion but rather an instruction and humility is just learning to remain in a place of prayer and humility is a a posture that we assume before the Lord that permits us to stay in proximity and intimacy with him humility is essential and so I think that was my word of wisdom that 
in whatever you do, wherever you are in your life, make sure that you are remaining in a place of humility before God, even when things get hard, even when you feel burdened, even when you're worried, even when you don't have the answers, always turn to the Father, always seek to lean on Him, you know, even in the, sometimes you can enter into seasons of favour and joy and congratulations and rejoicing and that's also hard to navigate you know when the blessing comes you can now start feeling like you don't need God remain humble and then when you're going through the uh, the valley seasons and you feel like you're in a pit and nothing's adding up and you're confused remain low before God remain on your face remain on your knees remain close to him keep leaning on him in the peaks and in the troughs of your life know that he always wants us to remain in a place of humility and that is assuming a low place before him at all times in all seasons and yes I acknowledge that at different points in our life it can be easier or harder but if you make a commitment in your heart that God despite what happens in my life God I choose humility I will remain in a low place before you always I think there would definitely be a shift for you in uh, your life and can I just say sorry because I know I'm going off a little bit on a tangent this is not what I'm talking about <laughs> but I think that if we learn how to remain humble especially in the valley seasons we'll find that we navigate those seasons much better than if we try and figure it out on our own even if we feel disappointed even if we feel a little bit angry with God if we remain close and we seek him in the midst of our despair or our frustration or our confusion we'll grow in wisdom and we'll grow in grace and we'll grow in revelation of him and we'll grow in intimacy with him if we remain in that place of humility rather than away from him where we can grow in offense and wickedness and all kinds of things that don't reflect the character of Christ so humility is an essential humility 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 I pray that God would fill your heart with a spirit of humility in this season in the name of Jesus. Okay guys so the last time I made a podcast the episode title I think it was Lord what's wrong with my heart and that wasn't an episode about condemning yourself or making yourself feel like you're inadequate it was an episode for us to truly do some introspection and permit the Lord to begin to do a work to uproot the things in our heart that we have tried to act like aren't there for a while and I began to speak about the fact that we often just deal with the manifestation of the root issue and so we have the insecurity or we have the comparison or we have the jealousy or we have the uh, different symptoms that tell us there's a bigger problem at hand but we never really get to the root of the problem and the reason why I spoke about it is because God has put it on my heart that he wants to uproot 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 in this season and the reason he wants to uproot is because so many people are stuck in cycles of different issues cycles of insecurity cycles of anxiety cycles of um depression that you feel like you're free one day and then you're not free the next and you feel like you've made progress for a quarter of the year and then you get kind of feel like you're dragged back and it's not that what you have been doing hasn't been effective it's just the fact that it never was the root issue and if you find a tree and you cut off the branches and you leave for a year and come back those branches will be back why because the tree is still planted in the ground and it still has roots it won't be until you uproot that tree and um, that the branches will begin to die and never return again 
because it's it's no longer in a place where it can uh, be in an environment for it to grow back if that makes sense that the roots are the place where it draws the nutrients and the water and whatever it needs from the ground in order to blossom and to thrive and in the same way like a tree has roots the issues we faced in life they have roots and they're still in us feeding on insecurities that we may experience in our day-to-day life or feeding on other experiences that will continue to feed into the narrative that we've believed because of the root issue causing things to continuously grow back again until we do what until we uproot and so when I was doing the episode a thing that God laid on my heart was the next episode to be when God uproots um and so I I've I've, I've struggled because I, I actually have written because I write my episodes out kind of and um, be real I don't just do it off the cuff all the time sometimes I do sometimes I don't but I was really trying to understand this well and I thought I understood it as I began to um speak about it on the last episode but I've been wanting to really process this so I can be of help to you and I thought I would fail you if I come on this podcast and I just say something that is like not useful or not helpful and I really want everything I'm doing from this day forward to truly be transformative that's my heart's desire and so I was asking the Lord and I was like God when you uproot how do you do it like how have you done it in me like I want the I want the process God (laughs) Lord give me the process and the first thing that he actually said to me um was when he uproots before he uproots he unveils and I was led to the book of Isaiah now I have an amazing mentor she's a mighty powerful woman of God but she truly is um, a blessing to this generation and as I spoke to her one day and I was, was even at the genesis of matters of the heart and I was asking her um I'm like what do I do like I how do I prepare and she was like read the book of Isaiah there's so much about restoration and that's what God is going to use you to do in the platform it's to spread a message that God can restore that God can heal so you need to read Isaiah you need to study it and Isaiah is a hard book to read it's a hard book to really digest because there's so much happening but as I began to prepare for this episode the Lord led me to Isaiah 1 and he painted this picture for me that literally what she had said to me about restoration and we see that when God is going to uproot he unveils and we see this pattern not only in Isaiah but in lots of places in uh, biblical literature that before God begins to heal and redeem Israel from wherever they are he firstly unveils the state of the nation he firstly unveils what's happening the extent of the sin the extent of the idolatry and why firstly it's to give them a revelation of you know how far they've strayed from God not to cause condemnation but also to give them a a a dose of humility that tells them that God I need you that God look how far I've strayed from you look how much unlike you I am Lord would you come and would you help me and he never it's that he always reveals that there is a need of him before he begins to move you know and I think we struggle with this in our journeys and in our walks with God because when God begins to unveil all the things that we need to work on it can feel so overwhelming and it's like oh God 
this I feel like something's wrong with me and I think when we realize the sometimes the gravity of the amount of issues that we have to address in ourselves there's this thing called shame that arises right and shame is that voice that tells you that something is intrinsically wrong with you it's not the same thing as guilt which says that something's wrong with your behavior shame tells you that there is something wrong with you and you feel like all that's going on on the inside of you makes you almost sometimes unworthy of salvation or sometimes even unfixable but that isn't God's perspective and God's method and like I said from Isaiah 1 and throughout the scriptures is that God unveils God reveals before he does what redeems and so in this journey when God is wanting so deeply to deal with the hearts of his sons and daughters he wants to unveil you to you God wants to show you what's really been going on he wants you to truly understand the nature of your own heart the bible tells us that the the heart of man is wicked it's deceptive it even goes on to say who can know it which means that in our own capacity in our own intellect and wisdom we can't know it but there's one and his name is the holy spirit and he knows it he carries the breath the mind he's the spirit of the living god living on the inside of us and the bible tells us that while man looks at the outward god looks at the heart now why is this important for us as we're in this journey where we're permitting god to do a deep work on the inside of us while god is looking at our heart he's not just using our behavior to judge us and critique us i saw a, a quote the other day and it said that you know if you stopped and thought about the root issue why people act the way they do you'd be a lot more gracious than you currently are and i said that's absolutely right a lot of the time we look at people's defensiveness or we look at people's aggression or anger or frustration we critique people's insecurity their lack of patience their frustration or even people's depression you're like oh this one they're always upset they're always down all the time and we're looking at people's behavior but we don't have a knowledge of the state of their heart we have no clue or concept about what they've been through but god knows and god knows what we've all walked through god knows what we've journeyed through God knows the the things we've suppressed, the memories, even at times the trauma. So sometimes we subconsciously protected ourselves from our own trauma, our own pain, not knowing, but it's still there and it's having an effect on us. And God looks at our heart and he wants to deal with it. But a lot of the times we want to be ignorant of what he's dealing with on the inside of us. (laughs) I don't know about you guys. Let's be honest. Sometimes I'm like, God, oh, please, while I'm sleeping, just take whatever's wrong away. Do I have to be conscious through this? It's like, why do I have to be awake, God, during my open heart surgery? You know, can't I be sleeping? Can't I just come out completely healed, completely restored? Ah, I felt that when, why do I have to be awake during my open heart surgery? And that's what God is doing on us in this season. If we permit him, it feels like this conscious open heart surgery 
where it's like the doctor will like bring out your whatever blood vessel in your heart and be like, hey, look at this. Did you know it was there? <laughs> hey, look, your this Pekunji fiber in the heart hasn't been working. Look, hey, <laughs> and we have to see it. But the purpose of us seeing our imperfections and seeing the root problems that we endured or faced as a lot of the time children or sometimes as adults is that it helps us to say god would you help me it helps us to again like i said at the beginning of assume this posture of humility where we're like lord i don't even know where to start fixing this and god is like perfect i do and he's like you're absolutely right you don't know how to start dealing with this root issue something so significant that it's grown with you all your days you don't know how to navigate it but he does and it's so hard because that means that during the process of healing we have to lose control and we have to leave the reins in the hands of the father and rather than holding onto the reins we hold onto his arm and say god would you lead me through this God, would you help me to process this pain? God, would you help me to understand this trauma? God, would you help me to deal with this thing that afflicted my soul and I can't be in charge of it this time? I have to give it to you, God, because I don't know how to begin addressing it. But God, I trust you. And God, I want to walk with you through this. And God, I don't want to try and navigate this without you. God, I want you to help me to get through this. And He wants us to all get to that place where we have that revelation, where we grow in that understanding, where that's the desire of our heart, where we invite him in, but it comes after a place of unveiling. And so when God uproots, before he begins to uproot, he unveils, he reveals, he shows you. And isn't that quite interesting? Because I think we often think that we're showing God. Mm. Guys, stay with me. Even me, I'm catching this, this revelation right now. We often think that we're showing God our heart. We think we're showing God our heart. Look, God, look what happened to me. He knows. He shows us our heart. He shows us what we've been through. He shows us what truly happened, the way that we process the pain. He reveals us to us. In the same way in the book of Isaiah, he speaks about the state of Israel and their idolatry and all of the plethora of ways they've absconded from the fact that he redeemed them and he gave them him and he led them with a pillar of smoke and fire and he provided for them and he delivered them and they've turned to idols and they're living in wickedness and they're doing things that aren't pleasing unto them the same way he unveils in that depth to israel as to what is happening is the same way he unveils to us our state our hearts and the problem is i think that all this time we've been thinking that we have to show god us and he wants to show us us and he wants to reveal us to us not for us to feel ashamed not for us to feel inadequate but rather to grant him the opportunity to come in something you have to learn about the holy spirit about the father gentlemen 
he will never force himself. He will never exude his authority over you. Always has to be an invitation. So when you humble yourself before God and he begins to show you all these issues, unveiling you to you, you have an opportunity there to say, God, I see that I'm not like you here. I see I don't think like you. I don't operate like you. Lord, would you, would you come and heal this area of my life? Something that he's known to be there all this time. But you have to invite him there. And then you go and you get the scriptures. And you get the truth. And you start renewing your mind. And you start filling your mind with the wisdom of God. With the counsel of God. To counteract the things that you had learned whilst you were in pain. Whilst there was a root issue embedded in your soul. But you have to have it in your heart that God unveils you to you and so sometimes I think we know what we've been through of course it happened to us we can recall it if somebody was uh, hit by a car for example or somebody went through anything traumatic unless they'd forgotten they can recount the events that led up to that point but when God begins to show you the route he begins to show you how it affected you He begins to bring to your attention the way it changed your mind, your perspective, how it began to shape your worldview, how it shifted the way that you perceive him. He shows us in a lot more detail, gives us a lot more clarity. He unveils you to you and you realise in that moment, oh wow, I didn't even understand myself. I didn't think that thing wounded me the way that it did. I didn't think that that had such a significant effect on my psyche, on my way of living. But he doesn't do it, like I say, to make you feel inadequate or to cause shame. No, rather, it's to say, and even with all of that, that you know that you were going through and I know I still love you and you're still mine. And I still choose you. And I still want you to be in my sheepfold. And guess what? I want to heal you. Will you let me? And it's staying in the presence of God long enough to permit him to unveil everything that has been going on inside of you to you. And this is hard. And so what I've learned along the journey is that at times... I just need to, when I can feel that God is doing something in me, and you can feel sometimes when God starts to touch something that's tender, right? And you start feeling a little bit vulnerable and you can notice your mood begins to shift and I'm like, mm, God's dealing with something on the inside of me. And oftentimes, I don't know what it is. And he's taught me, and I pray that you learn this as well, that Because he's the one that looks in the heart and I can't see and I don't know it in its fullness. I have to come to him to navigate this space called my heart. So when I can feel God touching some area of my heart, trying to deal with something, confronting something in me that does not look like him. When I can feel he's doing this unveiling, this deep work inside of me, I choose now to submit to it. And I go before him humbly like a child and I say, God what's happening god i'm feeling very vulnerable but i'm noticing i'm getting a bit more defensive i thought that i had dealt with this 
God, I feel a little bit insecure right now and I'm, I'm not sure why. And then he'll just begin to unveil. The Holy Spirit will start whispering counsel into my heart, into my mind, unveiling me to me. <laughs> Giving me understanding. Unveiling, well, I know that it's coming across as just this problem, Zoe, but this was caused when you were 10 years old and this happened and you started to think like this and this is just its manifestation now almost 20 years later it's still happening and I'm like wow I never knew that it was that deep for me I never had the understanding that it hurt me the way that it did or I, it changed me the way that it did I didn't know that thank you God for showing me my heart and even the psalmist said something he said search me Oh Lord, it's this awareness that God, you are omniscient and I don't have full awareness of me, but you do. Have we ever really considered that? that? Do you actually, like, you know, we always say these statements like, I'm the only one that really knows me. No, even you, self, you don't know you. I'm telling you right now, the only person that knows you inside out, up and down is the Holy Ghost. Is the Father, is God. That's the only one that knows you. You don't even know you. And I've learned that. And in order to experience the fullness of his redemption, the, in order to experience the fullness of his restoration, and I speak to of redemption of our souls, of our hearts, in terms of healing, not us being in um, children of God. No, that we've been redeemed, full stop. We are in the sheepfold. But in terms of the redemption of our our souls in terms of wholeness and healing to experience the fullness of that we have to let him unveil our hearts to us and not be afraid of what that looks like and not be afraid of how painful it can be at times and not be embarrassed and the good thing is that God already knows all the things you might feel like oh I don't even want to talk to God about this like you know that feeling oh like this is embarrassing. Beloved, I've got a news alert to give you today. He already knows. <laughs> all of the things you feel ashamed about to come to him to talk to about. All of those issues you know you have plagued your soul even since you were a child. He already knows about it. He already, he already gets it. He's seen it. He knows it. So you're hiding nothing from him. Like nothing, the Bible speaks about nothing is hidden from his sight. He sees all, he knows all. And we have to remember that. And he's not ashamed of our imperfections. But he wants to unveil them to us. That we'd be able to address them with him. And we'd be able to experience his power to deliver us from them. That he wants to receive the glory for our transformation. That he wants to receive the glory for our healing. That he wants to receive the glory for our restoration. And it's um, our glory to search it out in him. To find out, God, what, what happened here? I don't know. And that demonstrates a complete reliance. Need for him. It demonstrates humility. And so, before God uproots, he unveils. And so I say this to you, you don't have to hide anything from him anymore. 
you aren't the one waiting to unveil your heart to God. He's waiting to unveil your heart to you. And so we often say, I'm not ready to talk to God about that yet. I think it's rather the opposite. You're not ready to hear what God has to say or what God has to show you yet. Because it can be so heavy. But there's something God is doing in the earth in this hour, in this time, in this season. And it requires really those who are pure in heart. We've seen for years those who have not been healed, those who are still dealing with deep issues of the soul, moving the body of Christ and cause significant damage. This is why I started this platform. Because God wants us to be a healed people, truly healed, not, you know, dealing with deep issues down low, but acting like we're okay. If we are willing to unveil our hearts, to if we are willing to submit ourselves to God in this time and permit him to unveil our hearts to us and simultaneously humble ourselves before him and grant him the time and the opportunity to truly do a restorative work on us, we will see children of God moving in leaps and bounds in different places we will see revival burst out burst forth in this nation in our generation like never before and when the revival that God wants it starts with us it starts in our personal lives it starts in our hearts being restored being revived and the reason, the necessity of this is that we can't even be consistent in prayer because of our wounds, you know? That disappointment. We can't be consistent in reading the word. We can't be consistent in seeking the face of God because we're so broken. We're so hurt. There's so many things that are plaguing our souls. And it's like, I think we believe that if we permit God to do a work on the inside of us, it will take longer than we expect. But I really think that he wants to do a, a quick work in those who would yield to this unveiling process. And so if you've been asking God, how do I begin to deal with these issues I know I have in my heart? Sit before the Lord. And allow him to unveil your heart to you. Ask him, God, what's going on? God, I feel this way and I feel that way, but I'm not really sure what's happening inside of me. God, would you unveil my heart to me? That you would uproot any root cause that's causing me to not be whole, that's causing me to not be healed. And if you learn how to do that consistently. You will see yourself grow in such wisdom and understanding and clarity to even communicate your emotions even to others. You will see yourself transformed and healed as the Holy Spirit seeps into the crevices of your heart and begins to heal you. But it starts with permitting the Father to unveil what's happening in you to you.
So I pray that if there's been a fear to get close or a fear to truly unveil, know that the unveiling is not in your hands. Today, it's in the hands of the Father. You don't have to show him anything. He wants to show you. Will you let him show you today? Will you invite him into the space of your heart and say, God, I've been hiding my heart from you. God, I thought I was covering myself up, but now I know these fig leaves were all a sham. For even like when you called Adam in the garden and you said, where are you? You knew exactly where he was, God, because you're omniscient. But still you allowed him to hide. And so today, God, I drop my fig leaves, covering up that which you already know is there and that you want to unveil to me. And God, I pray you would unveil me to me. God, unveil the root cause of the things that have plagued my heart. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that as you unveil, I invite you to come and uproot. Oh God, grant me the grace to get through this process. I wouldn't leave before you finished your work, Lord. And I pray, God, that there would be this deliverance from this spirit of shame. This feeling of unworthiness. This heaviness that's plagued the soul of your daughters and your sons too. That tells them this lie that there's something wrong with them. May they know today more than ever that they are loved unconditionally and completely by you, God. And I pray that as you heal them and you knit their heart back together, that this shame, God, would become a thing of the past in the mighty name of Jesus. God, be glorified. God, be exalted. God, do a great work in us. Revive our hearts for your sake. Revive our hearts that we will pray again and seek you again, God. Revive our hearts, God, that we would partake in this revival and help you, God, partner with you to advance your kingdom. Revive us, God, so that we will not bleed on others and we will not afflict the wounds we faced on the lives of others. Revive us, O Heavenly Father, for your glory. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening to that episode of Matters of the Heart. I pray it blessed you. I pray it gave you some food for thought and reflection. And I'll be back very soon, still in this series of unpacking our hearts and uprooting and processing. Um, and I pray that all that God will do here will be practical steps to assist you to really being free and being transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit. But until then, I'll see you next time only on Matters of the Heart.